Hey, this is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh, now with the Digital Network. How's it going, guys? Hope you're having an amazing week. If you haven't yet, go to the show notes and become part of the Greener Grass family. Check in uh, to our emails um, so often, and you'll receive all the good stuff from us. All right, guys, this is Noah Doc. He is actually a friend of mine here in LA, and he has developed a new dating app called Red Flags. And so I invited him to come on and tell me and Kelly all about it. We tell little dating stories, have a laugh. And if you are out there on the dating scene for any reason, um, I feel like people are dating for so many reasons nowadays. You know, the traditional family is now somewhat turned into modern families. And, you know, divorce happens a lot of stuff happens. So if you have to get back out on the scene and you're maybe looking for a friendlier and more efficient tool, red flags might be for you. All right, guys, let's get started. But how is it? Where'd you go? You went somewhere. Uh, I was just in Missouri. What's in Missouri again? I was on a hunting trip with a client of mine. Oh, did you kill anything? We did not. We didn't. Uh, we didn't get. We didn't get to. There was. Uh, so you. So you failed. That's what you're saying. I'm saying. Well, I didn't fail because I was just there as the photographer. So I killed it. Ah. I did a great job, but they didn't actually get any <laughs> dead animals. Uh, I spent 36 hours in a tree last week. So. Oh, yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh, were you in the same tree? Uh, we were in the same tree for most of it, yeah. I had a, a, like, secondary stand that got put into the tree for me, and needless to say, it's not the most comfortable I've ever been, but, you know, we did it. How many feet up? Eh, 15 to 20. So being an aerialist actually helps in this case. Because- yeah, I think being a rock climber helps more because it's just like, I was just super comfortable. Like I was like, I'd climb up, harness myself in and just like chill and like hang off the edge and be like, I'm, I'm good. Like I took a nap up there. It was pretty, it was pretty nice. And so 36 hours straight? No, 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 no. Just over the week. It was like 10 hours spurts. That's a long time, though. Hold on, now that... Well, I mean, 36 hours is not even possible, because where are you taking a poo and peeing and... (laughs) Meet Noah. How's it going? Kelly. Meet meet Kelly. Um, So we were just talking, because he is also a photographer, as well as a dancer, aerialist, and choreographer. He does all the things. (laughs) I do have. So he, he just spent a cumulative 36 hours in a tree last week... Uh, as he was hired to be the photographer for a hunter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> okay, wait. I, the last question I had, because we were talking about this for a little bit. How cold is it in Missouri? And how cold were you? Okay, it was actually supposed to be colder. It got progressively colder as we were there. But like, for the most part, it was like 40s, 50s. But like in the middle oh, okay. of the day, it started to get 60s. But there were a couple days where I was freezing my ass off. Like four in the morning, it was 
30 degrees. And I was like, I. Ooh, four in the morning in a tree 20 feet up. Ugh. Yeah, that was rough. Okay, so tell me, because I I like to come in blank slate. Listen, I don't mean to jump off of the hunting photography shoot, but. No, let's let's go into what we're supposed to be here for. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, so Noah, how, well, I first off to like to know, how do you guys know each other? Obviously, Ariel. Uh, Noah, you can tell the story. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you told the story last time. Um, so basically, I call myself the retired aerialist um, okay. because I, I ran a circus company in New York. I was a college professor for aerial acrobatics. I taught, I performed, I did all, I did the whole aerial circus thing for a very long time. Um, and then I sort of left it. Okay. The place that Carrie teaches at is like 10 minutes from my house. And I was like, I, I want to take an aerial class again. Like I want to, I want to see if I could still do things. And so I took Carrie's class and she's the best. And we just totally hit it off. And we hit it off because we were just laughing at how like things were so hard that day for ourselves. Yeah. I, I honestly have a, th I have a, not a problem, but like when, when like professional areas are like, I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm strong every day. It irritates the crap out of me. Not everybody has a good day every single day. No, I, I have a bad day every single so day. So <laughs> we were real about it. <laughs> so then I like was getting to know Noah and I was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, actually I am just about to um, put an app out into the world. It's a dating app. It's called Red Flags. And then I started following his Instagram posts. It's a super novel idea. It's beta testing right now. Um, listeners out there, you will soon be able to get this app in the app store and start dating more efficiently if that's what you have to or want to do in your life. And I thought he'd be great to come talk about uh, the app, and then also I, I asked him if he could share some good dating stories. I think, Kelly, you and I should, like, share one or two, like, think about one or two that we have. Okay. And, share, like, back when we were dating. But, yeah, let's talk <laughs> about dating for all those people out there who are are just dating, are divorced and are trying to date again, or widowed, have to date it again. I, um, I like, am, like, a co like, I coach people in sales, and I just had a call with someone this morning, and she lives in Vermont and she has a horse. I'm going to message her and tell her I talked about her, about a horse and animals. And I was like, why Vermont? She used to live in Oregon. And I'm like, why Vermont? And she's like, too many Hallmark movies. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, I thought like I was going to move to Vermont, small town. I was divorced, like starting over. And so we were like semi texting about dating. And she's like, it's horrible. It's awful. Whatever. Dating is terrible, I think. I it's my personal opinion. Did you I mean Carrie, you and I talked about it a little bit. You didn't you didn't have magic no, terrible things. It, it was a terrible process, I should say. But I love the the concept of calling it red flags. Now here's my only question about this, Noah, and you can tell me why you called it red flags. I mean, listen, obviously we know why there are red flags, but I don't think the person that was showing up to meet me on the date knew about his own red flags so and that's part of the goal okay that's part of our goal anyway there's a couple different layers to what red flags are to us because we want to redefine what red flags are because for the most part we associate red flags that's something to avoid that's something to stay away from that's 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 what we want to be what what we want to distance ourselves from but everybody has red flags we all have them 
every single person has red flags. And a red flag to one person is a green flag to somebody else. And the example that I always like to use is Disney adults. For some people, oh my gosh, it's like, stay away from me. Do not talk to me. I am not going to Epcot three times a year. It's not happening. Disney adult, not my thing. Yeah. But for people who are Disney adults, it's the biggest green flag ever. It's exactly what they're looking for. They want to find that partner. And so a red flag to one person is a green flag to somebody else. It also gives you the opportunity to be more vulnerable. So let's say, you know, I, I'm, I'm being upfront about my red flags. I'm self-aware of what my red flags are. And if my red flag is that I'm afraid of commitment, or maybe I'm a serial monogamist or something like that, and I sit down and we're on a date, you can ask me about that. And suddenly we're talking about something deeper and having a more vulnerable opportunity we can create a deeper connection you can actually learn something about me rather than oh you know I like you know this kind of pasta over that kind of pasta or like this is what I do for work or this is where my family front like we can skip all the superficial job interview sort of questions yeah and we can have a real conversation about who I actually am what I actually feel like and what my experience in life is Okay. It's so true. I love that. It's a great reminder that just because it's a red flag for me doesn't mean it's a red flag for someone else. And a good reminder that I have red flags as well, because I thought I was perfect. Just kidding. Red flag. <laughs> That's a red flag. Okay. So Noah, were you like dating and this is what made you feel like you needed to create an app? My last relationship ended a little over two and a half years ago. Um, before that relationship, I was a serial monogamist. That was, that's totally my, one of my red flags. Um, I like very quickly went from relationship to relationship without like much of a break in between. Um, and my last relationship ended and I was like, okay, I'm taking a break. Like I need to get out there and do something else and not be in a relationship. So I went on all these dating apps. I went on every single one. I and I had a great time. I met tons of people. I went on lots of dates. I had a wonderful time. So listen, I think that this is what guys use dating apps for. I, I think, think some I think some girls do. use dating apps to find someone to be monogamous. Well, maybe, listen, I that's possibly, you know what I mean? Like, there's probably girls that just want to go out and have fun, right? I guess. Listen, I've heard it both ways. Honestly, the big things that I hear about are people who are, yeah, they're just looking for some fun, looking for casual. I hear people who are actually looking for relationships, which is the majority, actually. Yeah. And then the other piece is people who want their ego boosted, Oh. which means like they can get as many likes as, as they want. They can get like that, like, oh, this person likes me. This feels good. And then they don't need to do anything about it. They just move on with their lives. Okay, that's interesting. Famously, one of my friends went on hundreds of dates all consecutively in three years. And I knew he was looking for his number one. But his uh, famous, famous last lines was, I'm looking for the one, but until I find her, I will F every single one be- oh. between here and Okay, there. listen, that's fair. So, well, yeah. yeah. You know. Fill your time. And I was like, okay, I need to keep this man- male mentality in my brain when I'm dating these guys because I- I'm sure many of them think the same way. Like... That would be great, but, you know. Might as well have a good time until you find them. Exactly. That, yeah. that, was, his, that was his shtick. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I like that you have the concept of like what people go on because there are multiple reasons that people would go on these apps. And I do think, I mean, I do think that the world has gone to that that's how they meet. I think a lot of people meet through apps, especially probably now even saying this out loud, now that people work from home. I know a lot of people are back in the workplace, but a lot of people work from home still. And so where are you going to meet the person? Like, you know, you're going to find them on an app. Yeah. The, uh, without getting too statisticy, uh, one in 10 partners, partnered adults today met on a dating um, online dating service or app. That's so interesting. I love this. So your app is in production. That's not the right word to say it, but like, um, so it's not the wrong word. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so you'll have a fee. What makes red flags? Well, your app makes it a little different because it's like showing more vulnerability, like you're kind of pointing out those things. Is there any other features that you feel like make it like you're hopeful that it's going to be like the number one over the Bumbles, Hinges? I don't know what else is out there. Tinder, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it has. It has three pieces. The first is the red flags, uh, which in, it it pushes people to be vulnerable, to create deeper connections, and honestly, to have fun. Like, they're red flags. It's called red flags. Be self-aware. Yeah. Be funny. Have a good time with it. Like, the whole, and I'll, I'll just put this in here and say this, that the whole app came out of me and a friend of mine joking around about how funny a dating app would be if it just was like all the bad things about you, like if it was all your red flags, it was just like all terrible photos of you, you know, like eating Buffalo wings or something like that. Like, you know, getting splashed by water or something like that. It's just all how ter- like all of your horrible things, like right yeah. there on your app. Um, but yeah, so the first part is the red flags. The second part is um, the fact that they're basically the way that it works is when you get a match on the app, you have 24 hours to connect with your match and get their phone number, set up a time and place to meet, whatever it is, and get off the app before we unmatch you. So yeah. similar to how like Bumble works, where Bumble gives the, the female uh, user 24 hours to start the conversation. Ours is you have 24 hours to connect and get off. Because we don't want you to use our service to continue talking. We don't want you to have chats that are miles long. We don't want you to have conversations that last three weeks that could have taken 10 seconds. Like, our phrase is shit or get off the pot. Like, go meet this person. Go, Go on the date. Go do something. Get off the app. We don't want you to be on the app. We want you to actually find someone. And that's one of the big differences is we... We want to capitalize on your success, not on your failure. And these other apps are designed to capitalize on your failure. They want you to stay on there swiping as long as possible. They don't want you to actually find a date. They want you to stay there to keep playing the game. And we want you to find somebody. We want you to actually go somewhere with your relationships. And that's a huge piece of what the problem is with dating apps today and why people hate them so much. Because you don't actually get that because you don't know who's invested. You don't know who actually wants it. You, I mean, one of the jokes and one of the things we put in our in red flags is when you put in like, what are you looking for? 
there's all there's like a hundred options. It's like a long term relationship, short term relationship, short term open to long, long term open to short. And it's like that doesn't mean anything. You're either looking for commitment or you're not looking for commitment. That's it. Like those are your two options. And so we really want to push that. And then the third piece is that everybody pays for it. So on current dating apps, only about 10% of users actually pay for it. And they're paying for premium features. They're paying for the ability to like more people or to be seen more often or send a super like or whatever it is. And it's really expensive. These apps can go everywhere from like $15 to $1,000 a month. It's insane. And ours is going to be $5 a month. It is designed so that everybody can pay for it. It is one cup of coffee a month, enough that you want to get your money's worth, not too much that it puts you off and not too little that you forget about it. And if everybody's invested, you know that everybody wants to get something out of it. And so that is part of our goal. It's, it's, those are our three pieces. It's vulnerability with red flags. It's a time element to get you on your dates, get you off the app and to make sure that everybody's invested because the way we think about it and the way that we've sort of thought about dating is that finding a relationship is not as easy as buying somebody a drink at a bar anymore. And what would a dating app that is like buying somebody a drink at a bar and meeting somebody at a bar, what would that be like? And for us, it's you show up to the bar, you pay the bouncer to get in. Now you're in the bar. It doesn't matter what car you drove here in. It doesn't matter what your apartment looks like. You paid the entrance fee or in our case, an access fee. Now you're in the bar, but the bar closes. So if you don't talk to the person that you want to talk to at the bar before the bar closes, there's no guarantee they'll be here tomorrow. You'll probably never see them again. So talk to them, set up a time and place to meet and go on that date. So fun. I love this. I love the concept. I love what you're doing. Is it scary to do something like this? I mean, this terrifying. is terrifying. <laughs> it's it's terrifying. I had the idea for a year and a half, two years before I actually started like moving forward on it because it's very expensive. It's a lot of work. It's a whole other world. I mean, my yeah. background is in marketing, entertainment, the outdoor industry. And I was like, okay, yeah, dating app. Let's do that. <laughs> That is crazy. Okay, so Carrie, when Carrie and I first reconnected, we were both single. You were, I feel like, mingling way more than I was. Oh, yeah, because I was, well, it's the one reason. It was the reason. It was because I didn't have a kid yes. yet. It was because I wanted to start a family, so I was like, it, it, was, it, it was the worst scenario to be a divorced 38-year-old who still wanted biological children. It's literally the worst. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I should have just had a sign painted across my head. <laughs> like, stay away unless you just want to have a person. Red, have, red you know, flag, if you with will. A person. <laughs> yeah. But I went ahead with it, and I was very clear with people. But the fact is, is that that's really hard. Because even if you go on a date with another person, they're like, yeah, I want kids tomorrow. Like, they might be a psychopath. You might be a psychopath. You might you be a psychopath. Know Who knows? <laughs> that sounds like a red flag to me. Um, do you have any crazy dating stories? 
I'm trying to even. Yeah, Noah, please. You got to have a crazy I, I have one. I don't know if you did. I mean, well, we should each tell one. Let me think of mine. I haven't thought of mine yet. Okay. Noah, do you have one? Honestly, I don't have that many like crazy dating stories. I've heard like the nightmares of nightmares of like just insane, insane shit happening. I, I honestly like, I, I don't like to talk myself up very much. I think I'm a, I think I'm a charismatic guy. I can pretty much get along with anybody. And so like, even ones that I've showed up and I've been like, yeah, this isn't, I know this isn't going to work. I've like still been like, all right, we'll like have a drink. We'll talk. Like it's just meeting a new person. Like I can do that with anybody. So I haven't had like that many like terror, like bad dates. The one that like comes to mind whenever somebody's like, have you ever had like, an unexpected date or a date that like put you off or whatever. Um, I went on one date with this girl who we like, she was super busy. We like barely planned it. It was like a late lunch, early dinner sort of thing. And she showed up in her scrubs and I was like, okay, like that's, that's cool. And I didn't really know anything about her. We like matched. I was like, listen, this is my number. Like I'd rather like just get, meet in person than, you know, do the whole chatting back and forth on the app thing. And she, she was really nice. She was super cool. And she starts telling me like about herself. In case she's listening, he's throwing these in. She was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, yeah. Nice. She was very, very nice. She was very cool. Yeah. Um, but she starts talking to me and I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how old she is because she's like, yeah, I've been a doctor for like three years. I went to grad school. I like, and she's like, she's like a Nobel Prize win. It like, she's insanely intelligent, insanely accomplished. It was unbelievable. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like a backcountry guide, and like I dance sometimes, and it's cool. <laughs> And she's like this 22-year-old graduated Genius. grad school or like literal prodigy. And I was just like, you don't want to date me. Like, I know that you don't want this. So I don't, we don't need to keep doing it. Like, I was like, I know this isn't going to work because I am so below you. It's insane. You are so out of my league. It's crazy. It was, it was one of the, it was just a funny moment where I was like, wow, this girl is so out of my league. It's insane. <laughs> That's so funny. This one story, it's not my story, but it's so good. I have to tell it. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. So my girlfriend's dating. She was like in her late twenties and she was trying to like, I don't know, LA, like she just like person after person after person. It was just a weird, weirdos, 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 weirdos. Like I would, I would run into the douches. Yes. Okay, hold on. The fort fell down, guys. Wow, tragedy. Fort. Tragedy right there. There, there we go. Weirdos. Like, I always got the douchiest guys. She got the weirdos. So at some point, she was like, you know, I just, I, I just need to go laid. So, like, she goes back to this guy's house. And he has cat pictures everywhere. Oh, God. Real, like real cat cats? posters, oh, like posters and no movies? posters of cats. Okay. Like he's like, what's what's her face from Harry Potter? Like with all the cat paintings and stuff all over her office. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Above the bed. Ooh. 
That's okay, so weird. and then the second, <laughs> the second story is, is a student of mine. She comes in, she's so late. She's like DMing me. She's like, "Where I work, if you buy a class, so you have to cancel in twelve hours, or if you lose your class." And so she comes in late. She's like, "I'm sorry, I lost my wallet. I lost my phone last night on a date." Her and this dude decide to have their first date at a bar on Halloween because they're both free that night, and she also decides to dress like a vampire. <laughs> That's so funny. So, I'm sorry, but like, I'm like, what? I love She's it. wearing like the teeth. She goes to the bar. She meets the guy. She has one of these long straps on her like phone slash purse. And then she, she gets bumped and it gets fucking pickpocketed. No. Terrible. Did he at least, <laughs> did he at least also dress up? I don't remember. I, I don't he remember. Was dressed up. You're right, Noah. I really hope he was dressed up. Can you imagine though? Like well, you show up for a <laughs> Halloween date and you're dressed up, and they're like in their collared shirt, just like I'm here for. What are you supposed to be like? Well, that would be. I don't so know awkward. the context. I don't know the context. She is a very like free spirited young lady, so I don't I, like. I don't think she cared. She was like, "I'm a vampire today. I'm having fun." Makeup, everything. So she gets pickpocketed on the date. And so I'm like, so how did you get home? Did you Uber? Because meanwhile, her friend's in my class and her friend is like texting her all night. Where are you? I'm scared. You're on a date. And so instead of like getting pickpocketed and figuring out a way to go home, she just goes home with a guy because she has nowhere to go. She has no phone. <laughs> that is so funny. That So like, she's like, yeah. So like whoever got like, they had a full night because she was like, well, you know what? In in her defense, I've had friends who have lost their keys. Like, they lost their apartment keys or something like that. And, like, they couldn't get a hold of their landlord or something. So they went on a date with somebody and just went home with them so that they, they could just have a place to sleep that night. That is I've, I have heard that story before. It's <laughs> a new concept for me. Uh, it's the Wild Wild West. Yeah. So... Anyway, so her friend was like panicking in my class. Like that's the next place she was, she was going to see her. And she comes in like all exhausted. She's like, you guys, I just had the craziest night. I was like, oh my God. Was she, yeah, was I, she still I, dressed like, as a vampire? Like <laughs> no, okay. she was not still dressed that's as good. a vampire. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, these are the stories that are coming in from my like 20-somethings, 30-somethings that are in my classes. <laughs> and... I'm sure there are regular, regular normal stories out there, but that, those aren't the ones that get to me. Yeah, yeah. So my crazy story is, and I'm sure that we've talked about this, and who knows, he could be a listener, it's possible. But so <laughs> I went on a date. It was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't, like, over-the-top amazing, but he was a nice guy. And I said that I taught ballet and all the things, and we were, like, exchanged phone numbers. It was a, it was a nice date. And then he bought tickets to the ballet. Now, interesting enough, like, I don't love the ballet. Like, I'm a ballet dancer, but, like, I, I'll i go once a year, maybe once every three years. Like, the ballet can be a little boring for me, which sounds crazy because I'm a ballet dancer. But anyway, he bought me tickets to the ballet. And I was like, that's nice, thoughtful, you know what I mean, all the things. Um, I want to say, but the ballet was like a month and a half or two months later. Like it wasn't even like coming up. So then it was like, we, then I got three dozen, three dozen pink roses delivered. He didn't know where I lived. 
I had never shared like my address or where I lived, the town I lived in, nothing. And I just got three dozen pink roses from him. And I felt like that's strange, but like, I just like was kind of like, okay, whatever. Then I went to a dance competition and I didn't tell him where I was going. Like it could have been Cincinnati. It could have been four hours away. Now I did post like a picture, like, cause I'm a big social media person, like posted a picture that day of like outside, but like you would have really had to like hone in on where I was. And I was at this dance competition and I was going up the escalator and I looked over and he was going down the escalator. Like, oh. what is he, like, what is going on? This is like, I should have like right then like blocked everything. But there was like this little part of me that was like, well, I guess it's nice that he like wants to see like what I do. And like, I like told myself that this was like all okay. Like, and I got three dozen pink roses. I'm like, well, I guess it, in today's world, like you can Google, you can like find people. And so I like blew off the roses. I blew off the whatever. Then we went to the ballet and I live like 30 minutes from him. So I just met him there because I already had some red flags, Noah. <laughs> some red flags. So I I, I'll say that. <laughs> I just met him at the ballet and he wanted to drive me home afterwards. And I was like, no, that's okay. That's super nice. But like, I think I had like a glass of wine or something. Anyway, I drove home and I, it was in downtown Columbus, Cary. It was when I lived in Newark. So it was like 35 minutes, 30 minutes. And when I was pulling in my driveway, I got a text that said, you didn't use your blinker. He had followed <gasps> me home. No. And I said, look at Noah's face. I, said, <laughs> I was like, what? And he said, I followed you home just to make sure you got home. Okay. And you didn't use your blinker when you turned on your road. Well, then I was like, Whoa. this is freaking crazy, right? So then I like, like, and cause Kelly McVeigh is so nice. I like started to like quit texting him back, quit responding, like stuff like that. Then like, I want to say a couple weeks later, I had my work convention. And when I do work conventions, I have to go on stage for things. And he started texting me pictures of me on stage. And I was just like, what is going on? He was following my company's hashtag and then people were posting pictures of the stage and any picture that he found of me, he was like screenshotting. And then he was sending me these pictures of myself. And I was just like, this is so freaking crazy. And then the last, well, no, two other things happened. So then I flew home from this convention and I was in the Columbus airport baggage claim and when I'm flying, I always keep my phone in my back pocket, which good to know there's pickpockets out there, but he was texting me and I would like look at it. And then I was just like not responding and sticking it back in my back pocket. And I'm in baggage claim waiting for my luggage. And I look over and he's sitting in baggage claim. So he knew like when my convention ended in Dallas and then I had like posted like Starbucks at the airport or whatever. And then he looked up flights that were coming from Dallas and he had been sitting in baggage claim. Anyway, he's like, I came to drive you home. And I'm like, um, I have a car here. And he's like, well, I can drive you to your car. And I'm like, no, there's a shuttle for that. Anyway, I was just like super like cut off everything, blocked everything. And then I do this 100 mile bike race every year, the Pelotonia. And like he did. Oh my God, it keeps on he going. He found me and the Pelotonia too. And like we were biking and like every rest stop, like he would just like appear 
No. Yes. And I'm like, it's a hundred mile bike race. So like, he just like, every, and I was just like, Hey, but I was just like being like, super like, Oh, hi. Like, wow. You're doing this too. Like crazy. Anyway, then I, I just like blocked him on everything. I think like once he like run like on Twitter or something like how long it. from like meeting him to the Pelotonia bike. Yeah. What is so the time frame say, here? I want to say it was cold out when we went to the ballet. So let's say February ish. And then the bike race is in August. Oh, and my convention was in the summer. I want to say the convention was in like July, but I had been like not responding, not doing anything. Anyway, a lot of red flags there, but he could potentially be a listener. We don't know if he's a listener. That is run, run, a hundred percent run. That's, that's insane. That's, that is, you were scared, right? I would have been I scared. I would be terrified. I'd I be don't terrified. know if I was scared. I just thought it was a lot. Like I, I thought he was just like over the top. I think he thought that I was meant to be his person. Like I think in his, he's like. That's the kind of thing you should be scared of. Is my person. Like, but it <laughs> just like, are you kidding me? Like, this is insane. Insane. Yeah, that's, that ain't, that's not, that's not cool. Don't, don't, don't talk to me. That, that's, mm -mm, mm -mm. that's a, that's a hard no. That's a hard no. (laughs) Yeah. I did have a couple dates that were like, are, you're not going to kiss me. And I was like, or like I was in Santa Monica and I went on a date and like, they were like, walked me like back and they're like, so you're not inviting me up. And I was like, no. And they're like, are you going to kiss me? And I was like, no, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's a hard no, and it's a no. Um, but I had that happen every once in a while. I've I've heard stories like that. I like I like your response though. Just no, like no, no. Why why would I do that? That doesn't make Not any sense. <laughs> if you were to give advice to people that are dating, do you or do you feel like you're actually good at the? You know what I'm saying at the dating. Do I, do I think I'm good at dating? Do you you feel like you could give people advice who might be in the thick of the online dating world and they just are so tired of it? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I would say like, I mean, my main piece of advice is just be a normal person. Like, don't be a creep. Don't be weird. Like, just like be a sociable human being be interested in what they have to say and say things that you find interesting like be just be a person who is interesting and interested and that's that's like baseline that's all you have to do when it comes to online dating and dating apps themselves my advice is always like get someone's phone number set up a time and place to meet don't act and which is the basis of my app set up a time and place to meet actually go somewhere actually talk like FaceTime, have a phone call. Don't just chat through a dating app because they don't, relationships like that don't go anywhere. But if you can get off the app, if you can actually get a phone number, if you can actually set up a time and place to meet, you can create a real relationship. Whether that's a dating relationship or something else, like I have plenty of friends and even myself, like people that I've met through dating apps that I talk to, that I'm friends with, that are friends with my friends that you know we we met we had a good time we were like this 
isn't really like a relationship dating kind of thing, but like, you're cool. I think you're a cool person. Let's hang out. Um, it's just another way to meet people. And like, you don't, you know, if you just meet a person that you want to be friends with or just meet a normal person, you don't follow them to their conventions. So like, why would you do that, you know, on a dating app? <laughs> yeah, agree. <laughs> I think that's great insight. I can't believe that we um, went this long and I never heard that story, Kelly. Like we've been doing this podcast I for a long time. I feel like I had to have, but maybe not. Have you, um, Noah, so are you going to be using your own app? Um, we'll see. I Not allowed? I have... I have gone, I, I do think it would be really funny for my profile to be like, founder. Um, yeah. But uh, we'll see. I, uh, I may have a relationship of my own that may, be, may, make, may disqualify me from being on a dating app. Uh, but we'll I see like what happens. That. that makes me happy. Okay, so when, when is this going to be live? I mean, we might have listeners out there that need this pronto. So the beta is already live. People can get on it right now. Uh, they can download the beta and they can sign up for the app. They can do all of their onboarding. It's really fun onboarding. We, uh, we, were, we wanted to make something different. It's called Red Flags. We made something campy and kitschy. And it's very different from other dating apps in terms of like, you don't just go through and be like, okay, what's your name? Okay, how old are you? Like, we made it fun. We made it funny. Um, so people can get on the beta right now. They can download it right now. Um, so if I go to my Apple store and search red flags, it's there. So it's not on the Apple store because um, it's still in its beta testing. So you have to get something called test flight. But if you go to our website and you, uh, you can scan a QR code or hit just download the beta and you'll be able to download test flight and then the beta. Okay. Okay, so we're going to link the website to our show notes, basically. The app itself, the full version of the app is set to launch in January. So our goal is to have 10,000 users by launch. So everybody download it um, and sign up. That way, when we actually go live, people will have tons of profiles to see, tons of people to see, and be able to start swiping, start engaging, and, um, and meet people. So if your 2024 goal is to find love, find marriage, or perhaps just flirt around off the app, then you should go on there now, become a user so you can get your profile all set to go, ready, and you can start 2024 off making your, the, hitting the dating scene. Exactly. Start it off with a bang. And it's going to be really fun. It's, and it's going to work. That's the thing. It's, that's the big piece for us. We don't, the, the, the joke is we don't want you on the app. We want you to download it. We want you to find somebody and we want you to get off as quickly as possible because we want it to be successful. We want to capitalize on your success. And you know, that happens by finding you a date, finding you a partner, whatever it is that you're looking for. So this is so fun. I think we should have you come back you know, in six months or so and let us know like how it's going, what you're learning. If I would love that lovers out there coupling up because of red flags, like we want to know all the things. I know I'm, I'm so excited to see it. We've, we've been like imagining like what it'll be like and what, you know, people who 
meet their soulmate or meet their partner or whatever it is and finding out and being like they met on red flags we're like yes how fun i love it Noah, thank you so much for joining us today and having fun with us. Wish you all the best of luck with this new venture. And for all those people out there who are in the dating scene, check out Red Flags. Um, And it might be a more efficient way for you guys to go on great dates. All right, my friends, if you would go to the show notes, check it out, opt in, and you'll get stuff from us. It's really fun. And if you'd honor us with a five-star rating and a review, and if you want to check out the expecting aerialist. You do not have to be an aerialist to get a lot out of the podcast. We talk about motherhood and all the different types. We've been talking about like perinatal um, carpal tunnel and rheumatoid arthritis and how that um, how that affects athletic women and all the things. And uh, yeah, I thank you so much for coming in, coming to listen to us. We appreciate you. And yeah, over and out. This is a greener grass, a podcast. <laughs>